Hey, fam. Hello, hello, hello. Family, I am here with a word, okay? I am here with a word. And first and foremost, I want to give you a small disclaimer. Yes, this got a little, I don't know if this is allergies, if it's my sinuses. I know I probably sound a little nasally, but bear with me because my father's will will be done, okay? I want to take you to James chapter 4. And I want to give you um, what the Lord has been giving me this last couple of days. And he's telling me to tell you guys, to tell all his daughters, that he's bringing us back into Eden. He said he is forming you, okay? You're going back into Eden. And when you're going to Eden this time, you are going to be ready. So when that serpent comes, you don't got to you don't gotta get ready because you're going to be ready. You're going to know exactly what God said to you. You're going to know exactly what to do when he try to, when that serpent try to lie and you're going to step with his neck. Okay. Because the Lord is, he's switching the, um, shift of what I'm going to be doing these next couple episodes. And that is strengthening you, encouraging you, bringing out your true identity. The Lord is going to give me instructions to give to you so you can become who you really are. Okay. Um, I'm going to read, first I'm going to read the NLT, and then I'm going to read the KJV. And it says, What is causing the quarrels and fights among you? Don't they come from the evil desires at war within you? You want what you don't have, so you scheme and kill to get it. You are jealous of what others have, but you can't get it, so you fight and wage war to take it away from them. Yet you don't have what you want because you don't ask God for it. And even when you ask, you don't get it because your motives are all wrong. You want only what will give you pleasure. So in the KJV version, he says, when you pray, you pray amiss. He said, you pray amiss. And when somebody's praying, when when, when you're, the, the definition of amiss is to do something wrongly. Or to mistakenly do something. So the Lord is saying, you're coming to me with all these things that you want. And it's not that I don't want good things for you. But it's your heart. I can see your heart. I see that you're asking only for your selfish, lustful desires. You're not asking to build my kingdom. You want me to bless your finances so you can be comfortable. But what about my sheep? He said, if I bless your finances, will you bless my people? You asking me to send you your, your Boaz. You asking me for your husband. But the Lord said, are you going to fulfill your kingdom assignment? Or do you just want to be able to say you got a husband? Which one is it? But let me give you some advice. Because we're we not going to be praying to miss no more. We about to be praying and hitting that right on the target. Okay. We about to bring down everything that's for us. We bringing it down in this season. And we about to show up and show out. Do you understand that? The purpose of um in the Garden of Eden. When we were in. Originally when Eve was in the Garden. Right. She was a helpmate to Adam. And Adam was to tend. He was just to take care of the land. And to tend. So the Lord is saying, when I bring you back into Eden, I expect you to tend to my people. I expect you to tend to the land. It's not about you. It's not about making you rich rich and and lavish. It's about my people. I want to bless you so you can bless my people. 
I want you to set the captives free. I want to give you this river of living water that will gush out from you because my people are thirsty. You get what I'm saying? People won't even share a Bible verse. The Lord said, why are you being a spiritual hoarder? Spread the gospel. Don't just let your thirst get quenched. I let your cup run over so you can bless those around you. Hallelujah. I remember one day I was washing dishes, right? And the Lord, he had, like, told me to put a cup in this. Well, it was a cup in the sink, but he had told me, like, put this the the um, long part of the sink inside of the cup. And he was like, let the cup run it over. I was like, okay. And it was like plates and forks and everything. And at first, you know, it took a minute for the cup to rise. And then as the cup started to overflow, it started to spread. Now, it, it was taking its time. But eventually, everything inside of that sink got wet. And it all started by what was going into the cup. And the Lord is saying, what are you filling yourself with? What are you filling yourself with? Remember when the Lord was talking to um, the Pharisees about the cup? It's not what what you put in that defiles you. It's what comes out your mouth. What comes out your mouth will defile you. You know what I'm saying? He said that it was like whitewashed tombs. He said you're beautiful to look at on the outside, but inside you're feeling full with death and decay. So the Lord is saying he needs to change your heart. He said, I need to change your heart. So we about to open you up and we about to do some heart surgery. That's what the Lord said. We about to do some heart surgery and, and we about to shift some things. Don't worry about how it's going to get done. Just know that it's going to get done. That's what the Lord said. He said, don't worry about how it's going to get done. Just know it's going to get done. Just surrender. Submit to my ways. Allow me to lead you. That's another thing, right? A lot of women want husbands, but you won't even let the Lord lead you. How? Why would he send his son to you and you won't even let him lead you? He's trying to give you peace because he wants you to have peace, but also he wants you to bring his son peace. But you won't even let him bring you peace. So why would he really ask yourself, why would God bring anybody? Because it might not even be a husband. Why would he bring any of his children into chaos? Why would he do that? It, it, but once he does this heart surgery on you, watch the abundance that fills your life. Watch it. Let's go to um, Matthew chapter 6. I'm going to go down to verse, <clears throat> verse 9. And... Religion has taught us that we got to be extravagant prayers, okay? But we know that the word of God says even our moans and our groans, God knows what we're saying. So I need you to strip off this religious mindset, right? I need you to strip it off. And I need you to be willing to be made a new creation in Christ. Okay? As we read the scriptures, the Lord is going to reveal to you how he wants you to come to him. But... He wants you to keep in your mind that he opposes the proud, but he gives grace to the humble. So he wants you to come humbly to him. 
Humble yourself before the Lord, and he will exalt you. He will lift you up in honor, okay? So let's start at verse 5. When you pray, don't be like the hypocrites who love to pray publicly on street corners and in the synagogue where everyone can see them. I tell you the truth. That is all the reward they will ever get. But when you pray, go away by yourself, shut the door behind you, and pray to your father in private. Then your father, who sees everything, will reward you. See, the Lord knows your heart. Do you just be like, oh, I'm going to pray for you because it sounds like the right thing to do? Or do you be like, I'm going to pray for you because you know it's going to build the kingdom? Because the Lord says, if you truly love him, you're going to feed his sheep. He said, if you love me, feed my sheep. So I used to be good for that, fam. I straight tell somebody, oh, I'm going to pray for you. Knowing that was the only prayer that was said was that I'm going to pray for you. That was it. That was all. But when you really understand that it's power in prayer, that it's power in your voice, that in the beginning God spoke the word. You understand me? The word is Jesus. In the beginning, the word existed. Do you understand that the word became flesh? So it's power in what you speak. He has given you life and death in your tongue. Are you going to use your tongue to speak death? Or are you going to choose to speak life? Are you going to God and being like, Lord, I just need you to get me out of this predicament? Or are you going to God and be like, I don't know what you need me to understand from this, but I'm willing. God, I'm available to hear you. You you know the um the parable of the banquet when God was inviting everybody and people was too busy to come and he got mad because he like you too busy for me and then he went and he invited all the other people all the like the murderers thieves the tax collectors and he was like I want my house full right God don't want somebody who don't got time for him he don't want to feel like you doing him a favor. He, he he wants you to want him because he wants you. Okay? <laughs> it says, when you pray, don't babble on and on as the Gentiles do. They think their prayers are answered merely by repeating their words again and again. Don't be like them. For your father knows exactly what you need even before you ask him. Pray like this. So, oh child, you ever see somebody, I ain't going to come for nobody's neck but you know when you know, you be like, child, listen, listen. When you got that discernment, I'm going to put it this way. When you got that discernment, you know, <laughs> you know, you know. Our Father in heaven, may your name be kept holy. May your kingdom come. May your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us today the food we need and forgive us our sins. As we have forgiven those who sin against us. And don't let us yield to temptation. But rescue us from the evil one. Mm, 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 mm. Let me, let me, let me, hold on. I don't have to take you. I don't have to take you. Uh, hold All right, hold on. I'm 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 away. I'm allowing the Lord to lead me. I ain't gonna go ahead of him. But that's how he wants you to pray. So the first thing he wants you to do is acknowledge him. Acknowledge him. Our Father in heaven, may your name be kept holy. So you know you enter his courts with thanksgiving and praise. Right? 
the next thing you do is may your kingdom come soon. May your will be done on earth. That means you got to yield to your flesh. Your flesh just wants, because child, listen, let me give you an example. When I first came to the Lord and I heard asking you to receive, child, I was asking for everything. What you mean? He said, ask and I will receive. I have not because I ask not. But guess what? Even when I was asking, I wasn't getting it. You know, I wasn't getting it because the Lord saw my heart. He saw the only one that was going to bring me pleasure. But when I began to say, let your will be done. May your kingdom come. That's when the Lord things started happening. When I let go and I let God, child, when I let God have his way. And then it goes on to say, give us the food we need. We need. Give to us today the food we need, period. Lord, this moment, be content in the moment. Give me what I need today. Don't just think about food like, oh, you need to eat spiritually. Because Jesus is the bread of life. He is the manna. So give me what I need today, Lord. Feed me. Okay. Don't just be like, oh, yeah, I'm trying to get me some um, Chick-fil-A later, Lord. So provide it because my bank account ain't saying Chick-fil-A. My bank account saying some oodles and noodles. But, Lord, I know you can provide. That's not what he's talking about. <laughs> the Lord will bless you with some Chick-fil-A. He know you like Chick-fil-A, but that's not what he talk about. What he is asking you is will you allow me to feed you? In Revelation chapter 3, verse, I'm not about to lie to you. One of the verses. I'll go there. But he said, I said the door and I knock. And if you open the door and you let him in, he'll have a meal with you. He'll break bread with you, which is he will give you a revelation. He The break bread part wasn't in there, but you get what I'm saying? Like he the bread, the communion. I was trying, you know, I try to have a little bit of a bar, <laughs> but you get what I'm saying? But, <laughs> but, um, and it says, and forgive us our sins as we've forgiven those who sin against us. When you pray for those that persecute you, you truly acting like God. When you know that you hurt, when you know that you have been betrayed, when you feel like people don't deserve your forgiveness, still ask God to, Lord, help me forgive. Help me stop being angry with this person. Because then you were truly acting like a child of, of light. Okay? And don't let us yield to temptation, but rescue us from the evil one. So, remember, the thief's sole purpose is to kill, steal, and destroy. He walks around like he like a warm and lion, seeking for who he can devour. That means that he's walking around, he's roaming around, he's waiting for the opportune time to pounce on you. But God is God. So, if you ask him to help you yield to temptation. That means when something ain't right, he's going to give you the discernment. When something ain't right, the Holy Spirit going to convict you. When the Lord says, don't go there, you don't go there. Lord, help me yield to temptation. Don't help me. Don't, I mean, yeah, don't let us yield to temptation. Yes, help me from yielding to temptation. But rescue us from the evil one. Lord, I don't want to become a slave to sin. Lord, I don't want to be stuck in sin. I don't want to be a slave to sin, Lord. Acknowledge that you need God's help. Okay? Remember when Jesus told the Pharisees sick people uh, need a doctor, but they remain blind because they claim they can see? You wouldn't be guilty if you were, if you were blind. You're not guilty. 
but you remain blind because you claim you can see. When you ask God to help you through every part of your life, watch how your life transforms. He says, if you forgive those who sin against you, your heavenly father will forgive you. But if you refuse to forgive others, your father will not forgive your sins. And when you fast, don't make it obvious as the hypocrites do. For they try to look miserable and disheveled so people will admire them for their fasting. I tell you the truth, that that is the only reward they will ever get. But when you fast, comb your hair, wash your face, then no one will notice that you are fasting except your father who knows what you do in private. And your father who sees everything will reward you. So the Lord is saying fast. And there's some people that when I when the Lord said fast, it it, it, it was some confirmation there. But don't mope around and act miserable and make yourself look like you ain't ate in 40 days. No, the Lord said, I want you to walk around with my strength. I want you to walk around in confidence. I want you to have intimacy with me in private. I don't want you to show off what we got going on. It'll be a time for that. But he said, will you humble yourself today? Will you come with me in a secret place so I can reveal myself to you? Okay. Um, let me see the word. Okay, let's go down to verse 7. And it says, Keep on asking and you will receive what you ask for. Keep on seeking and you will find. Keep on knocking and the door will be open to you. For everyone who asks receives. Everyone who seeks finds. And to everyone who knocks, the door will be open. You parents, if your child if your children ask you for a loaf of bread, do you give them a stone instead? Or if they ask for a fish, do you give them a snake? Of course not. So if you're if you sinful people know how to give good gifts to your children, how much more will your heavenly father give good gifts to those who ask him? Child, ask the Lord to give you the fruits of the spirit. We want when the Lord sees you, we want him to see you flourishing, you bearing much fruit. We don't want you to be like the fig tree that wasn't producing fruit. The Lord wants you to produce fruit in season and out of season. He wants you to be ready so you don't got to get ready, okay? That's what he wants. Because guess what? If you're not producing fruit, what he did, he cursed that fig tree and it withered from the root child. We want you to be fruitful. So ask the Lord to give you the fruit of the Spirit. Ask Him to feed you from His Word. You feel what I'm saying? Ask Him to feed you. Because we know God's Word is the seeds that get sown into our hearts. And as the seeds grow, it produces fruit. But let me tell you something. It all starts with your heart. Because remember of the parable of the farmers scattering seeds? We want you to be good soil. We want when, when all of God's seeds fall on your heart, that it, it takes roots and it grows there and you grow a harvest. That's what we want. And all sin entered with the wrong fruit. So we left the garden of Eden because we was eating the wrong fruit. But this time when we go back into eating, we eating the right fruit. We eating the ripe fruit. We eating that good fruit. You hear me? Let me tell you something. So, um, <clears throat> Lord, what am I about to go to? Next, um, let's go to Daniel chapter 7, verse 
Uh, hold on. I'm trying to figure out what verse I want to go to. Um, hold on. It might not have been Daniel 7 because I don't see what I'm looking for. So give your sis a second because I don't see what she looking for. Um, let's go to all right, let's go to Daniel chapter 10, verse. Um, seven. Only I, Daniel, saw this vision. The men with me saw nothing, but they were suddenly terrified and ran away to hide. So I was left there all alone to see this amazing vision. My strength left me. My face grew deathly pale, and I felt very weak. Then I heard the man speak, and when I heard the sound of his voice, I fainted and lay there with my face to the ground. Just then a hand touched me and lifted me, still trembling to my hands and knees. And the man said to me, Daniel, you are very precious to God. So listen carefully to what I have to say to you. Stand up, for I have been sent to you. When he said this to me, I stood up, still trembling. Then he said, don't be afraid, Daniel. Since the first day you began to pray for understanding and to humble yourself before your God, your request has been made heard in heaven. I have come in answer to your prayer. See, you will start getting divine encounters. You will start getting revelations. The Lord was, he will send his angel to come and make sure you get what you need from his word. But will you humble yourself before God? Will you pray? He says, since the first day you began to pray for understanding and to humble yourself before your God, your request has been made heard in heaven. So God hears you. He said, but for 21 days, the spirit prince of the kingdom of Persia blocked my way. Then Michael, one of the archangels, came to help me, and I left him there with the spirit prince of the kingdom of Persia. Now I am here to explain what will happen to your your people in the future, for the vision concerns a time yet to come. Listen, child. Listen. It's a war. Sometimes you don't feel like things is shifting the way you need to shift because it's a war. When you got you got the kingdom of heaven and the kingdom of darkness warring again for your revelation. So you gotta stay there. You gotta keep on petitioning the course. You gotta be calling things that are not as though they were. You gotta be doing your part in the natural, which is using the power God has given you in your voice. Okay? You gotta be coming up against these principles. You gotta be telling the Lord, like you gotta you gotta be asking not telling the Lord, but you gotta be asking him what you need me to do. Sometimes he might need you to sit there, sometimes he might need you to fast, sometimes he might need you to sacrifice um Something that, that you wanted to do to spend more time with him. It's, it's whatever God tells you to do. The Lord might tell you, you know, you got to let go of Netflix. You got to let go of Hulu. You got to let go of YouTube. Because I need to spend some time with you. Do it. Okay? Um, 
Um, I said I will take you to Revelation chapter 3. So let's go there. And let's go to verse... Uh... Oh, I'm trying to find it. That's the verse 20. So it says, look, I stand at the door and knock. If you hear my voice and open the door, I will come in and we will share a meal together as friends. Those who are victorious will sit with me on my throne, just as I was victorious and sat with my father on his throne. Anyone with ears must hear Anyone with ears to hear must listen to me. Wait, I'm messing it up, child. Listen, anyone with ears to hear must listen to the Spirit and understand what he is saying to the churches. See, da, 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 da. the Lord, he was speaking through me. And I'm, Lord, listen, he said, if you got ears, you better listen to him. Give Ask the Lord for ears to hear and, and listen to what he says. Everyone with ears to hear, listen to what he's speaking to you. Okay, child, listen. <laughs> Listen, he just a show up. Um, let's go to Revelations twenty one. Um, no, maybe not twenty one. Uh, Um, let's go to Revelation 22 verse 7 and it says Jesus is coming look I am coming soon blessed are those who obey the words of prophecy written in this book I John am the one who heard and saw all these things and when I heard and saw them I fell down to worship at the feet of the angel who showed them to me but he said no don't worship me I am a servant of God just like you and your brothers the prophet." As well as all who obey what is written in this book, worship only God. Then he instructed me, do not seal up the prophetic word in this book, for the time is near. Let the one who is doing harm continue to do harm. Let the ones who who is vile continue to be vile. Let the one who is righteous coming to live righteously. Let the one who is holy continue to be holy. Look, I am coming soon, bringing my reward with me to repay all people according to their deeds. I am the Alpha and the Omega, the first and the last, the beginning and the end. Blessed are those who wash their robes. They will be permitted to enter through the gates of the city, to eat the fruit from the tree of life. So the Lord is saying, listen, Come to me. He's I'm coming soon, so come to me now. I'm coming to reward people for what they've done. And people hear reward and they think good. But listen, he's repaying you back for whatever. So be on right standing with God, okay? Be on right standing with Jesus. He said, but right here, he said, they will be permitted to enter through the gates of the city and eat the fruit from the tree of life. Wasn't we just talking about how the Lord said that he, 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 you're going back to eating. And this time you're going to be eating the right stuff. You're going to be eating the right fruits. Now you know that God's word brings life. And everything else is vain. 
stay in God's word. There is no excuse not to be in God's word. Yes, I know that the flesh wants to keep you out of God's word, but let me tell you something, baby. God's spirit is stronger. When Jesus was praying in the garden of Gethsemane, he said, for the body is weak, but the spirit is willing, okay? He said, the flesh is a weak child, but he said, the spirit is willing. Okay. <sighs> so, I'm going to keep reading because I just feel like I need to finish this. Outside the city are the dogs, the sorcerers, the sexually immoral, the murderers, the idol worshippers, and all who love to live a lie. I, Jesus, have sent my angel to give you this message for the, the churches. I am both the source of David and the heir to his throne. I am the bright morning star. The spirit and the bride say, come. Let anyone who hears this come. Let anyone who is thirsty come. Let anyone who desires drink freely from the water of life. And I solemnly declare to everyone who hears the words of prophecy written in this book if anyone adds anything to what is written here god will add to the person the plagues described in this book and if anyone removes any of the words from this book of prophecy god will remove that person's share in the tree of life and in the holy city that that are described in this book he who is the faithful witness to all these things says yes i am coming soon amen Come, Lord Jesus. May the grace of the Lord Jesus be with God's holy people. Praise God. He's coming soon, y'all. I know y'all been hearing this, but listen, it may not be in the way that you think it's going to happen. Listen, judgment hit Sodom and Gomorrah, and they was not expecting it. But just like God set his angels to get locked, the Lord is sending out his angels to come and get his people and round them up. Because, listen, the way this world is going, it's worse than Sodom and it's worse than Gomorrah. And it was, what, fire and brimstone? Child, listen. Who Jesus, child. God's judgment might not look like how you think God's judgment is going to look. Okay? When Jesus says he's coming... Cast down your vain imaginations and and expect the unexpected. Okay? Because people just have, I think people have a way of what they think. But listen, Jesus was just appeared to his disciples. He would just walk in the room. They like, yo. <laughs> Sometimes they wouldn't even recognize Jesus, but it was him. Okay? So, be alert, stay on guard, stay vigilant, okay? Because, listen, it's a war out here. It's a war out here, and we are going back to Eden, and we we wore our way back into the land because it's our Father's land, and he gave it to us. And we enter it, and we occupy it, okay? I will pray for you, and then I'll probably let you go because, well, if the Holy Spirit won't say anything else, he won't say anything else, but... I just, you know. Anyway, let me pray. (laughs) Father God, in the name of Jesus, Lord, I just thank you, Father, for your warnings, Lord. I thank you for your correction, Lord, because you discipline those that you love, Father God. Lord, I thank you for storing these things up for such a time as this. I thank you for revealing your secrets that you have kept long ago, Father God. And I pray that every child listening to this word accepts the invitation to enter back into the land, Lord. To enter this rest that you have created since the beginning, Father God. And I just pray, Lord, that 
they come to you in repentance, Lord, that they wash their garments, Father God. They cleanse themselves in the blood, Lord. So when you see them, you see your son, Lord. In the name of Jesus, Lord, I'll just pray it that no longer will your children pray amiss, Father God, but they will pray into alignment to your will, Father. They will pray that your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. I pray that your child becomes a living sacrifice for you, Father, that she is found holy, acceptable, and without fault, Lord. Be her covering today, Father God. Lead her out of this darkness, Lord, into your marvelous light, Father. And I just thank you, Father, for your name to be the glory, for your name to get the honor, and for your name to get the praise. And it's in the mighty name of Jesus that I pray. Amen. Listen, you got an appointment book with Jesus, okay? Okay? Don't be late. And don't be like, oh, can we reschedule? Answer the call. Because he said he going not. And he said, if you open the door, he'll come in. And he'll have a meal with you. Don't be cheating, treating Jesus like no Jehovah Witness. And you see him standing outside and you ain't answering the door. You better open that door. Child, you better open that door. Because, listen, he got that living water. Let me tell you something. He got that living water that you ain't thirsty no more. I know I said this to you before. But you know how you might wake up in the middle of the night and your throat just dry, child. Your throat is dry. <laughs> it's drier than that old sponge sitting on the on the on the edge of the kitchen sink, child. That you you just keep on looking and not throwing it away. You just keep looking at it. And your throat be dry like that. And then you get that cold water out the refrigerator. Or you know how you got that insulated cup that keep the water cold. You put ice in it, you put the water in it, so it's just sitting there all nice and cold. You take that first sip and you be like, at last, I'm telling you, when you encounter Jesus. That's what it be like. It be like, at last. <laughs> can nothing question thirst. Sometimes, you know, you can drink juice. You can drink you some Gatorade. You can have some energy drink. But it's just nothing like some, some ice cold water sometimes when you thirsty. Can nothing replace that water. And the Lord said, I'll give you rivers of living water. It will gush out from you if you give me a chance. If you would taste and see that the Lord is good. That's what God is saying. He said, I'm sending you an invitation. He said, will you come? He said, will you come? I'm I'm sending you the invitation. Think it not strange that you are listening to this right now, but know that I'm calling you. That's what he said, okay? So, yes. And then the bread, child. Like I said, we talked about that a while ago. Well, like a couple episodes ago. You know how I told you when I was younger and my mom and dad would be like, I'm like, I'm hungry. And they be like, well, go and fix such and such. And I'm like, I don't want that. And they like, well, you ain't hungry enough. And then I told you, when I begin to get older and I begin to, like, have my old house and I would be broke, but I knew I had something I could whip up in that kitchen. And I was like, and that meal was the best meal. That broke meal be the best meal. You be getting creative. You be, you be seasoning stuff that don't need to be seasoned. You be like, why am I thinking this before? I'm telling you, that's what it's like when you got the bread of life. That's me, that man. And the Lord be like, you thought you was going to go hungry, but I fed you. Let me tell you, son, can I talk about it today? He said, you thought you was hungry. He said, but I will feed you. You thought I was going to let you go hungry. But he said, I'm about to feed you. Oh, God. I just love him so much. Um, 
I'm gonna let you go, family. Go to God, because he's standing at the door, and he knocking. Let him in, okay? I'm only a messenger. I'm a voice shower in the wilderness, paving the way for the Lord's return, okay? <laughs> That's who I am. I'm on my job to Baptist today. I am just a voice. If you will listen, you better go open that door, child. I love you so, so, so much. But most importantly, Jesus loves you. Bye.